You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I've got a new friend. A perfect stranger. He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. From Podcast Detroit and Rock in Royal Oak, Michigan. It's time to take a leap of faith with Jackie, Rocky, Nora, and Gina for some entertainment and inspiration. Join them every Wednesday at noon. You can always find us at podcastdetroit.com. I gotta ask, what were you born to do? What time is it? It's nooner time. Somebody bring me a mirror. Listen, it is. we may still complain, just not about that. Oh, right. It better not be about that because it got done. One of those creative projects on quarantine time. That is oh, amazing. Yeah. Yes. And a big shout out to Kevin Sharp from uh, Metro 37 because he did that real quick. Real quick. <laughs> real quick. Big shout out. Thank you. It was real Seriously. quick. Seriously. Couple couple hours. That was it. He got it done. So he did a great job. I wasn't laughing at Kevin. I was laughing at you saying it was done quickly. Kevin did it quickly. You not so well. Oh, there you are, Rocky. Hello. Uh, No. um, Seriously, I I got a hold of him, and I'm not kidding. You did it within a couple hours. He's amazing. He is amazing. So shout out to Kevin Sharp. Thanks, Kev. Thank you. Need any music recording? Huh? Hi, happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. I have my pearls. Where's your pearls? (laughs) I don't have any. I have on either. I have on these. All right. Uh, Anyway, I have my Alan Turner cup. Yeah, look at you and your mugs there. Yep. Hey, uh, did Rio's song drop? Uh, I forgot I, to check. You were supposed to remind me. We need to check. Yeah. Why Why do I have to remind you? you because you have a list. We don't have lists. <laughs> you don't look at my list. None of you look at my list. All right. We, we got to check. Yeah, and share it. I know. We got to check it and share it. Um, all right, guys. So you know let's what? see. Wait, since I'm yeah. BFFs with her, I'll text her and find out. All right. Out. Yeah, there and you go. Please, there and can go. you can you share the link, please? She's got the true inside scoop yeah. here. Yes. Yes. I'll share the link after Me the show. You. I'll I'll text my friend Rio. Oh, go ahead and do it now. <laughs> you can do it now. Now. But we're all watching. <laughs> let's get it done. Um. All right, you guys. Quarantine. It's almost over. Is it? 
Thank you. Did anybody watch Saturday Night Live? No. No, they're doing it from home. With Brad Brad Pitt is fine. It was was so good. (laughs) I did see that, actually. Yeah, I did see that. That was hilarious. And Governor Whitmore made uh, a guest appearance, didn't she? She was really? Yeah, somebody played her. I can't remember what actress oh. played her, but it was hilarious. And wow. On the news, she's been saying, she's like, the only thing that they got wrong was the fact that I was drinking a Labatt and I wouldn't be drinking a Labatt. She said I would be drinking a Two-Hearted Ale or another Michigan beer. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's a good sport about it. Oh, no, I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. But, okay, so what's been the most difficult thing for you guys so far? with this whole experience. Nora, what about you? Yes, um, you know, when Terry gets home from work now, I'm talking to him a mile a minute because it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, guess what happened? And what are you going to do? And how was you getting? And she's like, oh my God. <laughs> I, I, and I don't realize I'm doing it. Well, I don't realize that I'm, I feel like I'm um, not seeing anybody or whatever. He was like, well, you went yeah. out today had to go out and pay some bills Mm -hmm. and I was like it's not the same because it's like you go to the same spot place and then you come back home so it's not like you know like you you're interacting you know so yeah so and I call like every hour and I say can you come home now (laughs) (laughs) god I feel like the extreme opposite of that it's I live with my family. I'm quarantining <laughs> with my family and I work with my family. So yeah. I love my family. Uh-huh. Mom, I love you, but it's a, a bit much. Like I literally sat in my car after work over the weekend, <laughs> for like 45 minutes, just because I was like, I need, to, I need some silence for just a little bit of time here. Yeah. I know. Gina, when I'm like, Gina, what about you? What's what's been the most difficult? Um, you know what? Not not just not being able to get out and go see friends for lunch or go yeah. wherever. Just you know, and I mean, it's understandably you have to stay home. It's what's the safest mm-hmm. thing to do. But I think just the it's hard. There's and some days are harder than others. Some days I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm fine. I'm staying home. I don't right. want to go anywhere. Right. But other days I'm I want to you know I want to go see a friend. I want to go to lunch. I want to just mm-hmm. go walk around the mall. I want to go somewhere. So that and it's hard. I think yeah. we go through. You know, we all have good days and bad days, and yeah, over it, and you know, yeah. Um, I still don't have a kitchen either. So, oh my that, god, yeah, oh my god, that's crazy. That's a per- perfect time to remodel there, right? When yeah. you can't go I'm out to have eat. To bring you some chicken salad and some croissants. Yeah. Oh my god, god Denise, what about you? What's been the most challenging? Uh, not being able to go to Home Goods. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Uh, You know, know, so yeah, it's been a little little bit uh, less trying on me, I think, than it has been on a lot of people. And um, but uh, yeah, I think you know, just not being able to go as spontaneously. You know, it's like, oh, right, wait, what? Well, and wait, we can't go out to dinner. You know, yeah, Um, or we can't go sit in a restaurant. We can certainly order carry out, but. Right. Um, yeah. Just, just those things. Uh, but compared yeah. to how you know most people, I have. Uh, I know somebody that just had to cancel her wedding. Oh and my god! So, yeah. You know, when I hear about stories like that, it's. Yeah. I mean, I'm nothing to complain about. 
Yeah. Right. Wow. Right. Yeah. Is an event planner at a, oh. at a banquet facility. And he said he talks daily to many brides who are first in tears mm-hmm. and, and then they're angry and they're bargain, bargaining and, you know, and there's nothing he can do. And he's trying, they're like, well, what about October? What about November? And he, yeah. says, he just keeps trying to push, get them to push it out further, push it out. Further. Yeah. Yeah. Let's look at next year, which yeah, you know, which no bride wants to hear, but right. yeah, he talks to many brides many times a day, running the gamut of emotions. Understandably, I'm so. wondering oh, too how many sad. almost weddings are being canceled because they're quarantined with their significant other, and they're like, okay, this isn't gonna, you know what I mean? <laughs> They're canceling it themselves. Like, yeah. You know what? We're not going to reschedule this. Like you know, yeah, but, you know, I. I got to tell you, it's in the beginning, it was okay. But just like you said, sort of Denise said, you know, just wanting to get out and go. So I went and did groceries and, you know, I'm not good with directions anyway. I mean, I can't, I'll get lost with the map, with uh, GPS, whatever. Well, I didn't realize that the stores had arrows down the aisle of which way to go. And I'm just doing my shopping, you know, not paying attention and this little old man starts yelling at me and I just like smiled like he's like you're just going the wrong way and I was just like what are you talking about I'm going the wrong and I was just like okay (laughs) yeah no I just I had no idea and then I ran into him again going the opposite direction and he stopped he was so mad at me and then I realized there are arrows everybody's going this way for a reason Oh my God! So, well, Jackie, I could know, not get that announce, through my head. They make huh? announcements to the store to tell you to go. They do. Yes. See, I'm not paying attention <laughs> to that. Say, not just... only is she not reading, she's not listening. <laughs> listening. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Um, Denise, congratulations on Rebecca. No, oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, her daughter's Yay. pregnant. I think I told you guys that. Yeah. Um, she's you doing know what June, she's having? right? She does not know what she's having. They oh don't want to know. So they sad. want it to be a surprise. I'm done. Are they going to do a reveal? Are they going to do a reveal or no? No, no. Okay. They don't. They don't want to know until the actual birth. Which she just wow. had a doctor's appointment this morning, and uh, it's oh. so exciting to hear the the uh, the tech that did the ultrasound could see hair on the baby, which was like wow. <laughs> the baby is really amazing. Wow. Yeah, it's wow. heartburn. No, no, she is. Other than a little bit of, you know, not really nausea, but a little bit of gagging every now and then, she's not had any problems at all. So, wow, that's great. Yeah, I'm excited. She's doing June, June 23rd. So, she's eight weeks away. Not, it's like, wow, Wow. and hopefully, she'll miss, you know. They're now saying that there might be able to be one other support person in the room besides oh, her husband, AJ. Oh, um, I know. I, I know. I, oh, had I didn't think about friend. that. Cause... Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, I had another friend whose daughter had her third child and it was, I mean, like when it, the lockdown first went into effect and, mm. you know, that's a scary thing, not being able to have anybody there, no visitors, you know, in and out. They don't want you to be there very long. I think Rebecca hopefully will have will miss some of that. So okay, because yeah. we have our, our general manager is due in June as well, and I didn't think about that. People not going in, yeah, to the yeah. hospital. I hope that. Um, well, I mean, I know her husband can go in, right? 
Right. They're, they're letting right now just the husband. Oh, so they told Rebecca if she had to have a C-section. Um, this was a couple of weeks ago. And I think it's loosening up a little bit. But that in a C-section, even AJ would have to leave the room. Wow. I know. Wow, really? You don't think about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. So. Well, we tell her we said hello and, uh, you know, fingers crossed, hopefully everything will be good. But yeah, um, yeah, it's a tough time for the people expecting their first and weddings and everything. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's, and seniors in high school, people graduating. Yeah, it's just so different. But what, there are some good things coming out of this, though. I mean, it, it, I'm sure you guys have had, I know, Denise, you, you and I have talked, too. But what's been the, the positive for you? Um, for me, and yeah. I, it's, it's so interesting that you're asking this question because I was doing an informal poll myself and asking people what's the best and what's the worst. And oh. the thing that everybody kept saying to me about what's the best is the slowing down feeling that they yeah. had the, the less hectic, the less, there just wasn't as much to do. And that didn't feel too bad. You know, that actually felt right. good for a lot of people that go, 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 go. Right. Um, you know, I, I think the, 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 there's a lot of good things that are coming out of this. I mean, I think whenever we go through a struggle, whether as an right. individual or as a group, a country, a world, um, there are good things that come out of it. I don't think you can struggle without there being benefits of it. So mm-hmm. um, right. I think the fact that people are realizing that we treat life like it's a race um, yeah. and, and we've got to get so much done. And yep. so I think people are slowing down a little bit more and reassessing. And I do think, you know, the relationship thing, like what, what Rocky was saying, you know, huh, <laughs> maybe I don't want to spend this much time. <laughs> <laughs> I love my family, but I won't be staying at home forever. So you're off the hook, Jackie, because you You can go anytime, sweetheart. (laughs) I've been telling you that for years now. Yeah, right. You love me. I know. I didn't say I didn't love you. Um, You know, it's interesting because one of the things that, um, like I heard my sister-in-law say was, God, we haven't had family dinner in so many years. Mm -hmm. And like more people are sitting down now yeah. and mm-hmm. actually having family dinner, mm-hmm. which is nice, you know, instead of everybody going or being on their phones or taking mm-hmm. care of business in between. So I hope that when this is, when we start to resume a more normal lifestyle, a new normal, but more normal, mm-hmm. I hope that families realize that their children are okay if they're not involved in three sports and yeah, right. scheduled every night, like the theme dinners that you see people talk about, they dress like a certain dinner, or they played mm-hmm. a game like that family time. Yeah. It's a good thing. And it's important. Yeah. And I hope that some of this, I know in my neighborhood, there's kids outside a lot more riding bikes, and they're playing, you know, they're playing in the front yard, or you can hear them in the backyard throwing the ball or playing tag. Yeah. And like side, we have sidewalks, so sidewalk chalk. And that's Aww. great. Um, yeah. So I hope that when, like, when, when life returns to a new normal, yeah. some of this has become a new, uh, our new normal for our lifestyle, yeah. too. That would and, be nice. Well, well especially for the kids. What's that, Rocky? I, been, I said I haven't been playing with chalk, but I've been knocking out debt. So 
I've been, yeah. I'm, an, I'm an essential worker, guys. So yes, congratulations. Yes, Tell me why don't you, Rocky? What was that? I'm essential. <laughs> You're Rocky. essential, Mora. And, and, right hey, and this you filmed a while ago, but I just saw on a Facebook post you were on a little. You made a video with John Paul. Again, to get you through quarantine, gig season three just dropped and I am in it. So yes, I'm very and you're very good. It. Wait, wait, what's your name? It all. What, can you say your name? Can yeah. You name? Rocky Rochelle Rochier. <laughs> I just had to practice that like 18 times. <laughs> I, kept, I was like, Rocky, what, what, what is it? <laughs> So explain, explain gigs real quick. Explain gigs. So uh, gigs is uh, Frankie Jason Turner. It's written, directed, and he stars in it. Uh, It's a, it's a web series. It's like a comedy musical. So it's basically a lot of stories. So he's been in the music business forever. And it's a lot of, a lot of it is based off of um, his experience in the music business. So, um, so he has just like these hilarious situations. And as a musician, like, there are like characters, I guess, that are real. Like, like yeah. a lot of these things are based off of like we all have that person that we know that's like, mm-hmm. you know, the the rapper guy, you know, who's who's a uh, Kool Aid. Um, uh, we all know that guy who's just like not going to give it up. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like these funny characters that are real are in real life. He just experiences yeah. this and it's through his eyes through music and it's just so hilarious it so it's like funny. the glamour girl who wants to make it on instagram it's like you know we all know that person so it's like so they're all, all on youtube right yes yep it's on youtube so if you look up gigs uh gigs i think it's musical comedy web series it's all uh it's all on youtube so he just released season three and there is an episode uh, about quarantine and stuff like that. So it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Hey, so while you had to learn some lines, one that John Paul did not have to learn was just do what she says. It's so much. Yeah. Easier. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be easier. I was like, well, that's a little on no- the nose there. Love you, John Paul. <laughs> All right. Well, um, cool. And then, uh, I know May 9th, uh, you're part of that big, uh, charity, uh, lighthouse, Yep, John Paul um, and I both have performances in the Lighthouse Live, uh, which is to help uh, the homeless in Detroit. So Lighthouse is an organization that's been helping the homeless for years. Um, but with this whole pandemic, they're, the people that their aid has tripled. So they're helping 10,000 people annually, and now that's tripled within just a couple of months. So they need a lot of help supporting the community because they're not just helping homeless people right now. They're helping people who depend on school lunches and uh, school breakfast to feed their families and stuff like that. So they're the, the amount of people that they're helping right now is just like through the roof. And so we, as a community, we got to kind of come together and help them support, support. So May 9th, it's um, where do they go? Is it on your Facebook? Uh, yep. Uh, yep, I'll be sharing it. Um, and I know all the other musicians involved will be sharing it. It's and from 2 in the afternoon to 2 a.m. So it's all day. Um, and there's oh, there's a bunch of different... It's not just music. I think there's uh, like comedians who are going to be part of it. Um, oh, actors. Great. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be a big montage of different... Um, different talent. So it's, um, you know, a lot of people doing a lot of cool different things. So it's going to be a really, really cool, cool thing that they're putting together. So team money, uh, team money is banned, I think is part of it. He's part of it. I know that a lot of great 
talent. Um, so yeah. it's live music all day. Don't you, you can donate, contribute any way you can. Yeah, anything, a dollar, fifty cents. Yeah. you know, whatever you can give is fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, yep. whatever. Um, yep. And that's also uh, being put on uh, with by Howard Hertz, who we've had on our yep. show, and, and broken, also broken blanket. blanket. Yep. Shout blanket, out to York yep. and, York and, and all his guys team. So those guys are always yeah. doing stuff to make a difference. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, guess what? Have you okay. wanted to write a book? <laughs> I think everyone is. I, I'm like, I'm going to write a book yeah. about this one day. <laughs> yeah, everybody at some point. Not everybody, but a lot of people have wanted to. I hear it all the time. I, how do How do I start? Or I want to write a book. Um, well, we have one of the best children's <laughs> authors on our show back again, who used to host with us, Miss Denise Brennan Nelson, who just. By the way, check out this beautiful baby right here. Isn't it adorable? I love the colors, Denise. Um, Is this your latest? That's my latest. Yep. Okay. So so before we get into how, let's talk about May and the Mayfly. Tell us about it. Well, um, it is my latest. It just came out in March. right smack dab in the middle of this pandemic, which mm-hmm. I tell people it wasn't exactly what I pictured for the launch of May the Mayfly, but you know, <laughs> that's, you know, always... kids need that right now. They need, um, they need, uh, that kind of release right now. Yeah, that's I true. I do think, yeah. I do think people are reading more and there is a, a little bit in there about uh, mindfulness, but, um, what inspired me to write it was I discovered that Mayflies, once they hatch, um, only live for about a day and Mm. wheels got turning. And and I, I had a lot of questions, you know, how would you live your whole life in one day and what would you do? And, um, yeah, it was, it was, um, it hit me really hard and fast and I loved the idea immediately. And then I started to do some research and I found out even more fascinating things about mayflies because really to that point, up to that point, Mm -hmm. they were just, uh, springtime nuisance and people used them to fish with. That's about what I knew about <laughs> But like a lot of things, um, you start digging and you, you know, I discovered like one of the things I discovered that fascinated me is that mayflies, they're, they're, they start as an egg. They go to the bottom of the river. They, they hatch into a nymph. Well, after about a year or two as a nymph, there's this some, there's a lot of different variations of mayflies, but they're pulled to the surface and some mayflies resist being pulled to the surface. They keep trying to dive back down. And, and when I was reading it, I thought, why do they resist coming up to the surface where they can emerge from the water, shed their, their outer layer and finally expose their wings and be able to fly and fully live their life? Well, the answer of course is fear. They're afraid of the unknown. They're afraid of, you know, that feeling of being pulled up. And so all these things kept playing in my head. And I decided to write a story about a mayfly and how she lives her whole day or her whole life and really in one day. Um, And the biggest part about the story or the most important part to me was that she has to overcome her fear of travel day or her whole life and really in one day. Wow. Yeah. And and then the other... 
could be more perfect timing for this time to release that story. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe. And the other part that I love about the story is when she finally sets her fear aside and when she sees Trout um, and he's tangled in fishing line, as she's looking at him, she has this realization that we're not so different. Um, She sees a scar where once he fought. And so, you know, there's a lot of different layers to it, but ultimately it's about how do we enjoy all the beauty of, of this world, um, all the little things um, that can bring us so much joy and how can we make sure that fear doesn't get in our way um, and stop us from enjoying life to the, to its fullest. That's absolutely love it. Congratulations. Thank you. So let me ask you this. Obviously, you're a very creative person. Oh, you switched over screens. Dave, are you screwing around with me? <laughs> um, you're, you're obviously very creative, but how do you think creativity can help people get through this quarantine or when they are dealing with fear or setbacks or whatever? Well, I, I love that question. First of all, I think everybody's creative. I think people... Think of it as being, uh, you're an artist or you're a writer, but it's there's so much more to creativity than that. Um, I think the other thing that I realize more and more is that creativity and fear um, are linked. Mm. Creativity makes us afraid in a way because when we're creative, we are putting things out there, um, our, our essence, our soul, our, our ideas, and we're, we get afraid because... We know what happens when you do that. I mean, Rocky, you know better than anybody. Oh, yeah. I was literally just thinking. I get yelled at all the time because I don't send the songs that I'm writing. And I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard, but that's yeah. the whole thing is we, we have to put it out there. I mean, nobody else can, can say it, write it, sing it, do it, dance it, live it, cook it, be it. Nobody else can do that but us. You know, right. I mean, people could just understand that, first of all, you have to give up on the idea of perfectionism because mm-hmm. it's right. just no matter what. I mean, I read an article right. about people, you know, there's a lot of people that don't like Beethoven. Um, and yet, you know, his his work is so revered. So I just think that creativity and fear, are, you know, fear kind of accompanies creativity. So we have to be aware of that. And I think, Jackie, I learned from you that you have to look fear in the face. You almost have to give it a name and say, hey, you know, I think Nora, wasn't it you, Nora, that said your mom, get in the back seat. you're not driving today, fear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> wasn't it, wasn't that you? No, that wasn't me. <laughs> oh, I could have swore that was you. It was somebody no, that was on the show. That, that wasn't me. My, my mom couldn't drive anyway, so. <laughs> So she liked it. Neither can mine. Right? <laughs> Rocky. Rocky. Yeah, well, Denise, That's I awesome, I Denise. Um, before, but um, I did you always know you wanted to write? No. No, yeah. not for a very matter of fact, my first book didn't even come out until I was like 36. Mm. Um, but as Jackie can attest, um, because we've always been creative together. And that's yeah. one, that's an important part of creativity. You have to be around people that are like-minded yeah. and that encourage yeah. you. Um, and um, no, I, I, I didn't, I, I always enjoyed writing, but it wasn't until I had an idea that I felt other people would appreciate the, you know, that what I thought about it, other people would enjoy hearing. And so I decided to try and, you know, share it. Mm-hmm. And 
I think the whole premise of the Nooner show has always been to take a leap of faith. And even though it took me four years and a lot of rejection letters, um, I finally got my first book published and then I just kept writing and I've been fortunate. Did you want to give up? Did you want to give up ever? Oh, 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 many, 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 many times. Um, Not so much once I started writing and getting published because then I was affirmed, you know, Mm -hmm. so, you know, it was a little better, a little Mm -hmm. easier, I guess. But before that, when I was trying to get my first book published and I would get a rejection letter, it feels like somebody's punching you in the gut. Yeah. You know? Right. So let's start with, for people that do want to write a book. um, So it sounds like the first thing you're saying is mindset. Get rid of the fear, right? Yep. Yep. And then how do you start? If you've never written a book before, how do you start? And, you know, I mean, there's almost steps. So first of all, you have to have an idea. I mean, you you do. Some people think they want to write, but they don't even have an idea, which Mm -hmm. is okay, but get an idea, okay? Um, I mean, way back when I had a list of ideas and I finally said, okay, pick one idea. So pick the strongest, the thing that won't go away, that keeps coming back to you, have that idea in your head and your heart. And maybe you won't get rid of fear, but at least have fear sit in the back seat when you, when you first start. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, let there be, a, for me, there's always an incubation period, if you will, kind of a mulling over in my head where I talk about it with people. Some people are afraid to share their ideas for fear that they'll get stolen. I feel mm-hmm. the exact opposite. I feel like I have to talk about it to get it right in my head and to try it out and to, to hear how it sounds. So get an idea, you know, mm-hmm. mull it over, think about it, maybe discuss it, maybe not. Do some research. Has it been done before? Even if it has, it doesn't mean you can't do it your way. Um, mm-hmm. And then the bottom line is this. You have to to make time every single day, at least five days a week. You have to sit down with either your computer or a pad of paper and a pencil or pen, whatever you write with, and you have to write. Or, you know, if it's singing, you know, you have to, you have to sing. I mean, whatever it is you want to do, it doesn't do itself. So people think about these ideas and they think about them and think about them and think about them. It's like, you know, just do it. Commit right. every single day to to just sitting down. And here's the thing. There, there's going to be a first draft. And a first draft right. is just that. It's the beginning. Don't look at it and say, well, this doesn't sound very good. Just write. Just keep writing. Keep writing. Keep writing. Keep writing. It will come eventually. And, um, you know, I think that you know, get in your head, whatever it is, tell yourself I'm a writer, you know, have, have some, again, affirmations to yourself and, um, you know, keep writing and then think like a writer. You know, one of the things that I've realized over time is that you have to keep your curiosity alive. And one of the best ways to do that is to ask questions. And mm-hmm. when you ask questions, you then get to answer those questions, you know, especially for me as a children's writer. If you want to write a novel, there's there's maybe a few different steps in there. But for a children's story, so much of it is asking questions and inquiring and wondering. And if we keep our curiosity and our our 
our enthusiasm and our inspiration, you know, going mm-hmm. that will help us when we sit down to write. Because, you know, let's face it, this, that sitting down and writing part, that's not like really fun. That's the work right. part of it. Right. You know? Let I me mean, ask you this. Oh, do you do you have a set schedule, um, like a set place in your house, or where do you write? Like, do you yeah. have a certain? Is it structured or? It is pretty structured, especially when I have an idea. Like, I just submitted two stories that I wrote. Oddly, I never submit two at, at the same time, but sometimes mm-hmm. that's what happens. Inspiration feeds on inspiration. So when you're right. writing, you're like, ah, you know, mm-hmm. right. The hard part is you have to stay focused, which mm-hmm. for me is yeah. a trouble. But I do have a space that's mine, and there's there's places in my office that help me. There's a spot for quiet. There's a spot for work. Um, and I try to keep hours. You know, I try to just write. Um, mm. and so do you do you worry about how many words you write or no? No. Or do you, no, and you just write. again. You know, a children's picture book is anywhere from 500 to 1,200 words. So if anything, yeah. I write I write far more and then right. matter of editing, it, editing it down so that it's yeah. more condensed and it's more precise and it captures that. Um, I don't know how people write novels, but, um, you know, there's... <laughs> I'm writing... Um, a- you are? <laughs> I was like, uh, I am. Um, what's that? I was asking Nora how many words she currently oh. has for her novel. She's still in yeah. the thinking phase. It's just, yeah. I'm in the cover. She has the title on the book. <laughs> hey, yeah. that's a star. Um, covering Denise, her is there uh, any certain time of the day that you recommend? Do you have a certain time that you? Um, write every day or is it you know like with musicians a lot of times and I know it's different for a musician who a songwriter I guess I should say you know you hear them say a lot of times well when I feel it they start writing but as an author that's very different so I I think it is yeah and for me I'm a morning person my clearest truest most inspirational thoughts and thought process and ability to focus which is the key, mm-hmm. um, is in the morning. So I like to get up early and and write then late at night or even later in the afternoon. I can't, it just it doesn't flow for me. But I think mm-hmm. if you tend to be a night person, I it think might. that you're a night person or a morning person or whatever you want because of that's when you feel good and that's when your inspiration yeah. is there for anything, you know. Um, Do so you for think me, you it works can- out best in the morning. Can can you write with um you know a group of people around you? Do you think it's possible to do that, or how would you recommend somebody set up a writing space? You know, I can't. I've listened to a lot of different authors talk about writing, and I've read a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I would say the majority of what I've heard and experienced is that you know being by yourself, being quiet, you know, whatever. I light a candle. Um, you know, lighting. I mean, I make sure that it's the, my area is conducive to me feeling good. And, um, you know, sometimes when I'm writing a story in rhyme, I can, I get the thoughts when I'm out walking or driving oh, or in the shower. Okay. 
Um, uh-huh. I, I think there's a few key things that every single person that wants to write could follow. And one of those is always have paper and pencil with you, <laughs> no matter where you go or your phone. If you're a note taker on your phone, I prefer, you know, a notebook because you never know when you're going to, something's going to come to you. It might just be a conversation you hear or a word or yeah. an idea. And I can't tell you how many times if I didn't, if I don't write it down, write that I can't find, I can't remember right. it. I can't, mm-hmm, right. I can't bring it back because it's inspiration. And that very word inspiration has a very deep meaning. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look it up, it's, it's a pretty interesting um, definition of where, of what inspiration is. And um, Elizabeth Gilbert in big magic mm-hmm. talks about inspiration and ideas looking for willing partners. And she, she, she says it much better than I ever could. But when I read it, it's like, that's how I feel. They come looking for you, these ideas, this inspiration. And if you say yes to them, they'll work with you. They're looking for a partner to to manifest themselves, if you will. Mm. That's what she says. Mm -hmm. But if you say, no, I'm too busy. I don't have time. I don't like it. Well, it'll go find somebody else. So you're talking about keeping an open mindset, really, and paying attention to... Yes, the signs and what's going yes. on around you and not be so uh, with your head down into your phone, right? Yeah, well, and, and that's a, those words, Jackie, paying attention, noticing, being aware. Um, I think that's why meditation and mindfulness is people are really latching onto it, you know, not mm-hmm. just now in this unique time, but but when we are quiet is when we can hear the, you know, whether it's the whispers or the shouts or whatever, you know, yeah. um, yep. so well, we can tune into it. So, and not to say that in a crowded place, you can't be inspired. Don't get me wrong. I mean, sometimes I might be reading something or watching TV or movie and, and I'll hear something. And I was like, oh, oh, that's a good idea. You know? So, <laughs> I mean, so Yankee, those, those kids, those kids can give you ideas. They're not loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't write that kind of book though. <laughs> I think they already wrote it. It wasn't it. It's like how to get away with murder or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Where is John, by the way? (laughs) He's working here. He's working at home. Good. Uh, Gina, what were you going to say? I was going to say, listening to Denise and what she said, okay, so she applied it to writing, but I think we can apply it to anything. Cleaning Mm -hmm. the house, starting a new exercise regime, eating better. You just need start. You just need to do it. Mm-hmm. My mom yeah. has always right. said, whenever you're going to clean the house, start with the smallest room. So she always starts with the bathroom because she feels most successful. You know, mm-hmm. you like, you can get that done. It's clean. You look around, you're like, oh, this is good. You know? So for yeah. people who are during this quarantine time, want to tackle a project and it's so right. overwhelming sometimes to clean the basement or organize the garage, you know, start with something small and just do it. Yes. I say that right. with organizing too, because I'm like a freak about that. It's like, you right. start with, you know, like everyone's like, I'm going to organize my whole closet. And it's like, take a oh, tiny yeah. section of that closet, organize yeah. that, and then go from there. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. That's true. That's a good point. And I think sometimes too, with um, like, if you are trying to take on a new project, especially something like writing a book or, or whatever, um, you, we overthink, we overthink it too yes. much. 
and it goes back to what you said about being a professional. There you are, Gina. <laughs> I know. You know what? It's getting darker and darker and darker. It's oh, out. there you are. And I'm like, um, oh, I'm gonna just step she, away. Thank she you. has the. She found light. Uh, but, I, but I think that's definitely a part of it is you, you just have to sit and do it and just start writing anything because that's going to be your first draft and you're going to do how many of those before you get to your right. last draft. So, how, so when you go through, let's say somebody who, whether they're writing a, a children's book or whatever, um, they just uh, nonfiction, fiction, whatever, romance novel, what do they do after they go through and they come up with, you know, this big manuscript? What do you recommend a first time a newbie does? And there's so many different things you can do. If You know, there's there's different ways to um, get published now, obviously. You know, you can mm-hmm. seek out uh, the traditional publisher. Um, you can, which a lot of publishing companies won't accept manuscripts unless you have a, a, a uh, an agent. Um, right. So you might, you know, looking for an agent is a good place to start. And, you know, with the internet now, you can, you can look right. up agents and they will tell you what they're looking for. So you can fit your book to that agent, you know, you can mm-hmm. read what they're looking for and decide, yeah, that sounds like, and again, I think what you said, Jackie is so true. We overthink it, you know, publishing companies, are businesses that are looking to make money and they're looking right. for a great story um, to make money on. I mean, that's what it boils down right. to. I do think it's a little bit harder for first time authors because you don't have what they call a platform, um, mm-hmm. you know, something to stand on to really promote your book. But um, there's a lot of little things. Once you've done a first draft, you know, set it aside for a while because you can pick it back up with new eyes. I mean, it mm. takes a long time. I submitted May, or I started writing May in 2017, and it just came out oh, in 2020. Wow. And that's a, what, 800-word okay. picture book. Now, it mm. didn't have to get illustrated. So I share that because people think it's a it's not a quick process. And so you have right. to be patient. I always tell kids, you need patience, you need to practice, and you need perseverance. I mean, those three oh. things... Those are good things. for us also too. So yeah, we all need well, that. Right? <laughs> you know, keep writing. And so you've got your first draft, get somebody. And this is hard because people don't know how to critique. Um, they don't know how to critique right. without killing their dreams. They don't know how to cr- critique right. to really help you make it better. Um, right. You know, there's a lot of writing groups out there, but even some of those mm-hmm. have some horrible stories. I think one of the best things to do is find books like one of my favorite books is Bird by Bird. I love this book. Um, I don't know if you can see it by Anne Lamott. And mm-hmm. it's the, the the subheading is some instructions on writing and life. And she talks a lot about and she's, you know, she's a well-known author. Um, but she gives you a lot of insight and advice for novels. I think she, her, her advice would be better than mine. But, um, you know, don't give up either. If you really love it and you think it's really good, you just have to keep working at it, find people that will critique it for you, look for an agent, you know, and all that requires time and, and research, um, talk to people, go to books. I can't really go to book signs right now, but you certainly can go on the internet and find a lot of information that would help as well. Right. Um, good, really good advice. What about rejection? Cause that's a big part of it. And you know, 
Jackie, you could probably talk about rejection, not because you've been rejected. But <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks, Denise. Because <laughs> I'm a loser. Is that what you're saying? That's a whole nother show. A whole nother show. <laughs> no, okay. You're so good at understanding that. I mean, and I realize now that if you are rejected, rejected, it doesn't mean that it's not good or that you're not good right? Um, or that you're not even on the right track. I mean, I have a file full of um, rejection letters. I like to read them every now and then just to remind you myself. Do? I do. I oh, do. As cool. a matter of fact, the, awesome. first, the first time I submitted May, it was, they turned it down and I was yeah. hell bent on that, the idea of it. But the first time yeah. I submitted it, when I look at what they turned down compared to what it is now, no wonder mm-hmm. they turned it down. You know, mm-hmm. so it, it, it's rejection. It's part of life. And yeah. you just, if anything, if you, if you want to be a writer, if you want to get something published, write the damn thing, send it out there, get rejected right. and get it over with because it's going to happen. You know, the right. chances it's going right. to get accepted the first time are pretty slim. So you right. know, see what it feels like. I you know, mean, go ahead. I we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame many times for family trips, and I took a picture of the rejection letter. You made me think of this that the Beatles got um, yep. because it's up there. And I took a you were not allowed you weren't allowed to take pictures, but I took a little picture of it and you I rebel. had little cards made. <laughs> I gave them to the kids and said, "Just keep this in mind." that they were once rejected and look at what happened. They ignored it. So just remember this. Yeah. Elvis was, you know, told told something ridiculous and you know, look what happened. Well, yeah, they all were. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, think about if you listen to that though, and you stop, like I always, I really do always just think of the Beatles because when I read that letter, it was like, wow, thank God they didn't listen because it was an expert that told them. Right. I gave him that advice, you know, so yep. thank God they didn't listen to it. But yeah, I, I took a picture of it and I, I have it because it's, I, I know John Paul used to carry it around with them because it, I wanted him to have it as a reminder that you just keep going with what's in your heart and don't yep. worry about it. Cause even you've got a copy of their rejection letter. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> make a list, make a list. Yeah. Make a list. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Anyway, I love everything you're saying. So basically, really, it starts with mindset is what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Sit down and just start writing. Don't try and make it perfect. Don't overthink it. Um, What do you do to get around inspiration if you don't feel like you have that? How do you handle that? Oh, I think that there's a few things that help me when I feel like my inspiration is lagging, if you will, um, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things is to do something new. Um, I yeah. traveled a lot last year and I couldn't believe how much my, all of my senses came alive when I was somewhere new. It was mm. kind of shocking to me, actually. I, I felt like, I mean, I didn't want to sleep hardly, <laughs> which is so weird for me. Give us an example. Give us an example of a place you went where... You know, well, I went to France. Yeah. I went to the south of France. Oh, you did? We went I didn't to know Nice. That. Yep. And we went to, um, wow. I, I, I hate to pronounce them because I'm afraid I'm going to pronounce them wrong. Um, all these places. <laughs> okay. Grasse. 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 
Um, but it was the south of France. We stayed in this villa. Then we went to this little town, Antibes, Antibes that was, I just felt, this is going to sound strange, but I felt like my soul was on fire in a good way. You know, like everything wow. just seemed so fascinating because uh-huh. it wasn't something I had never seen before. I mean, um, and, yeah. the, and the sounds and the smells and the way they do things. I mean, on one hand, I always feel like we're all so much alike. And on the other hand, you go somewhere and you see new things and it just, I don't know. It felt it really so good. True. That's how I felt when I went. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I feel the same way. It feels yeah. good. And Ireland was another place that, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it, was, it was. It was a good year. I'm glad it was last year, not this year. But um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. No kidding. Nora, you were supposed to be gone um, a couple days ago, I think. Yeah, Monday. We're supposed to go to St. Thomas, to the island. The carnival, right? Was it the carnival? Will they postpone that or will they just cancel it altogether? Oh, no, it was canceled like back in April. It was? uh, March. They canceled it in March. Wow. It it was supposed to be the the week that I was going. It was uh, the last week of carnival. It was like two weeks. Oh, so. wow. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, well. I uh, I remember before we took our break on the Nooner show, Nora kept saying, no, I'm going. I'm still going to go. <laughs> We're like, I don't think you're going anywhere, Nora. <laughs> yeah, you're staying home. I had other plans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, well, the universe said I'm, no. I'm announcing all my new jobs now. It'll be a, a, a concrete layer, brick layer. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a truck driver. <laughs> God, oh boy! Gonna write a novel. Yeah, that's right. Get on. I I do agree with what you're saying. Um, well, actually, Nora, going back to that, you're supposed to start journaling. Did you start that? Um, no. Oh, that was our last guest. You got to learn not to tell her things. Don't tell her you're going to do things. Be she, has, she has a way, uh, you know, I can't look at her. When I look at her, it just falls out. You know, I don't know. Listen. She has a way. I think she, yeah. No, you got to take lessons from me. You got to learn not to commit to anything with her. You hold your feet to the fire. So I did, I did not commit to journaling because I knew I wasn't going to do it. Oh, so. that's well, that's true. Um, but Denise, I agree with what you're saying. Being around something new or a new experience or trying yeah. something new or, um, yeah, you're right. Because we get in our comfort zone, stay yeah. in our routines, yep. and then your mind doesn't really wander and explore. Right. That's that's a good way of putting that. That's probably what happens. I also think little things like walking, you know, nature, I get inspired a lot of times when I'm out walking in the woods or you know, walking. I did discover that this past week that there is a thing called outside. (laughs) It was quite nice. Yeah. Actually you did take a walk through the woods, didn't you? Yeah. There were like trees and there were leaves. (laughs) And some like a lot of dead leaves. They weren't alive yet, but yeah, you brought a a really big, um, dead, um, tree limb and put it in the breezeway so yeah, it's I my walking stick so don't don't throw that out it's gone it's gone <laughs> it's gone she burned, it's gonna be she a burned room. it yeah that's right the coyotes don't get you rocky yeah well you never know there's like critters out in the in the wild yeah those coyotes yeah. make a you'd be a nice little tasty little snack 
That's right. I, I, well, I, I was like, well, you know, if I bring Gia, maybe they'll take her instead, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> not Poor bringing Gia. my baby. Hey, my baby's over here. My baby's doing the Nooner show with me. She's right under my chair. Oh, uh, I've got two with me also. Sorella turns sixteen tomorrow. Aw, happy really? birthday, Sorella! sixteen tomorrow. Wow. Are we gonna do a Zoom birthday party? I know. Really, we'll invite <laughs> Sheena, Lilo. I'm praying to God she doesn't, she just woke up. So I'm praying to God she doesn't start swearing on this show. You know, (laughs) (laughs) if I go to mute, no, I shut her down. (laughs) Yeah, really. Um, All right, Denise, thank you so much for being on here. It's great seeing you and congratulations on being a granny pretty soon. What are you going to be called? Are you going to be called grandma? Grammar, I think so. Would you got any better ideas? No. Uh, they, Denise. Own it. it. You're a granny. <laughs> That's what mine call me. They call me granny. Aww, granny. Queen. Queen B. Queen. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's not bad. Hey, no. wait. Um, Let's do a fortune cookie. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Right, better be good, Gina. The stress. <laughs> got a whole box of them. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I'm prepared. Gina's doing right. it for all of us. I'm doing it for all of us. Yes. If it's not good, I'm going to put it back. <laughs> good God. It's done. You can't see it. No, I can't see it. It's <laughs> you were all right a novel. I know. No, yeah. Yeah. Or a kid's book. Your deepest wish will come true when you write a book. Write a novel. It doesn't say wow. when you write a book. You are making that up. When you write a book, but your deepest. Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. What does it say? Seriously. Seriously, it says your deepest wish will come true. Oh, wow. I'll take it. Wow. All right. So, everybody, 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 your deepest wish will come true when what, Jackie? When everybody goes back. No. (laughs) 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 I'm only kidding. Uh, My deepest wish will come true when I get T Money's book done. Mm. Yeah. No, our deepest wish will come true when. I've really been working on it during this quarantine. Oh, when I get my truck driving certificate. (laughs) (laughs) Truck driving certificate. That's scary, Nora. (laughs) My deepest wish will be when Nora's off the road. Okay. When I'm I'm zooming around your house up into the driveway to drop off. Rocky, what about you? Your deepest wish will come true when? My deepest wish will come true when my new music comes out. Very good. Very good. All right. Denise? Very good. Denise? Denise? I'm thinking when my grandbaby is born. Aww. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. What about you, Gina? Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm telling you. Yeah. What about you, Gina? Gina, what's yours? When my kitchen's done. When my kitchen's done. Yeah. Yeah. We're having a dinner party. I'm having yeah. A, yeah, a pajama party. I'm having a pampered chef party, this uh, online pampered chef party. So maybe I'll get some new things and it'll inspire me to cook. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> She's going now. Um, Denise, again, thank you so much. Words thank of Denise. encouragement. So um, hopefully for those of you that are tuning in, we know that uh, 
you know, a lot of people are struggling and we're hoping that this one hour can distract you from what you can't control and focus on some things that you can control and pursue that dream. Just keep going. Don't give up on it. Keep Start going. Small, small going. One. Hey, I um, did text my BFF Rio. Okay. <laughs> oh, you did. I did. Yeah, because I didn't want you to be disappointed. And she said it didn't okay. drop yet. She needed to talk oh. about revision. Um, she had to make some last minute tweaks, but hopefully this Friday. Awesome. Oh, all right. We'll be looking out for it. Perfect. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll post that link. And also we have Denise's link up on our Facebook page. So you can look up all her books and order the books because those kids need that. And if the kids don't need it, it will help you. I promise you. <laughs> I all of them. All right. Thanks, Denise. Thanks, Thank ladies. You. Bye, ladies. Thank you, everybody. All right, ladies, in all seriousness, I am having a Pampered Chef party. I'm going to send you a link because you never know. You might want to have something. It's online. You don't have to leave your house. Okay. Awesome. All right. Perfect. Well, when is go. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah when is it? Um, online this weekend. It's going to happen this weekend. You can look. You can buy oh, something. Weekend. You never know. Awesome. I'll be at truck driving school. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Nora, what's our Nora. Andy, Nora. I'm going to get the fortune cookie. Nora. What? Huh? Sometimes huh? the only mode of transportation available is a leap of faith. A leap of faith. Thanks for taking the leap of faith. Happy hump day. See you Happy next Wednesday. And thank you for our new theme song. Yay. Yes. Thank you, Kevin Sharp. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.